is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It does not matter who the host is. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Anyways, thank you for joining us first thing in this lovely, lovely, early, early ass morning as we are talking and moving and grooving. Hopefully everything's off to a fantastic start, depending on how you take a look at the days of the week, because this could be the greatest thing going on because it's Friday. Yeah, I just puked in my mouth, too. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And coming across the multiverse that is known as Safety FM and that other place, you know, the radio big place that we hang out with. And then every sometimes they talk and say stuff like this. Always streaming radio big. You know, I have to tell you, I always enjoy it coming out, hanging out, and acting and pretending like it's day one all in all over again, because that's exactly what we do around here inside of the world of the multiverse that we do. So I have to ask the question, of course, it is Friday, so before we start getting into our traditional, today's the season finale of WandaVision. So before I go into my normal spiel, did you watch it? Have you watched it already? You know, it drops at three o'clock in the morning, just in case. Not that I'm saying I was up then, but I'm just letting you know that it does drop at 3 a.m. Um, and the other portion, of course, with it dropping at 3 a.m., you don't want anybody ruining the thing for you today as you are going around and about and so on. So if you did get to take a chance to watch it, well, good for you. If you did not get to take a chance to watch it, well, I hope nobody ruins the damn thing for you. That's what I have to tell you. Um Two scenes and credits. That's all I'm going to tell you. No, no spoilers there. Just two end credit scenes is what I'm going to say this morning as we do start off. Yeah, let's let's not even get into the, some of the other weird stuff we could talk about. Anyway, so today's March the fifth of 2021, day 64 of the year, um, and only 301 days left. 301 days left. Anyway, so what we normally do on Fridays is we start coming to you right away, start talking about the things that are going on inside of the world of the news and so on. But let's do this this morning. Let's do this. We're going to start talking about the trends because that's going to be important. So we're going to do that right away. So right now, trending, 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 trending on the things that will be coming to your VODs, video on demand stuff. Right now, let's start off with it. If you're new today on Amazon Prime, new today, coming to America, part two, or coming to America, but it has like the number two. So I'm thinking that that's how they're calling it anyway. So there you go. Uh, Lost Resorts coming to HBO Max. So is Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, and Rocky 5. 
Which one's Rocky? Wasn't there like another one because people were pissed off that one of them sucked? I don't remember which one that one was. Um, I think I remember watching. I remember watching Rocky three when I was a child. I think that was the one that had the most impact because it had Mr. T. I almost said Booker T. Who am I? Bad Bunny all of a sudden? I mean, yeah. So Booker T. Booker T. Mr. T. See, I screwed it up anyways. Uh, new to Hulu is Iron Mask, which is really not that new, and Burrich and Ammonite. So there you go. New to Netflix will be City of Ghosts, Dog Washers, and Citadel. So there you go. A lot of interesting things going on inside of that sequence of event so this morning let's just play and do some different things you know we normally drop into the news right now but let's not do that let's not do that i know there are some people that are out there that are safety professionals and all that kind of fun stuff and talk about some different things going on inside of the of the system of the world drop into your box here today and talk about what products you like Talk about the different aspects of things that you like that maybe some of us have not heard of. If you want to do that, if you don't want to do it, that's fine too. I mean, and I'm talking a little bit about everything. Tell me about your favorite podcast. Tell me about some of your favorite radio shows. Tell me about some things that you actually have used, implemented, and so on that maybe some other people should know about it. So in other words, I'm almost asking you, I'm almost asking you to do an ad oh my lord so if you have something that you're very excited about even if it's your own product you know that's that's the hell that i'm going to open the door to right now even if it's your own product or service tell us hit us up in the box let's let's share the love today on friday we don't do that often enough not the share the love thing i think we do that pretty often uh but let's talk about some of the other things that you have going on because i think that that's important um, because I realize that all the time I sit around and I talk about the things that we should do and say, and all that kind of fun stuff of please post this job, please. If you have something, share it with us people and so on, but maybe that shouldn't be the aspect. Maybe we should start talking about some other things too. And of course, this might be one of these days where the box gets all jacked up, which would not be the first time. So, um, Talk about what you got going on. If you have a product or a service you want to mention, feel free on doing that if you think that it's great. Because we always talk about end-to-end, like employer-employee. So let's talk about employers to some extent, too. Or even if you have a side hustle. Because I think that's another thing. Married to Safety Podcast. Married to Safety Podcast. Is there more context to that? Or is it just Married to Safety Podcast? You like it. So my question would be, do you like Josh or Kayla, or do you like them both? Or was it the clam chowder diarrhea story that put everything over? I'm just asking the question because that was the most recent episode that did come out, just in case. Um, So there you go. So thank you, Richard Nichols, for that. So there you go. So just think about it. If there's something you want to share, love, care for, so on, that maybe some of us, you know, some of us humans need to know about in that particular regard we can actually move forward and go from there you know you can glisten it at any time so there you go um so we'll leave that open we'll jump back and forth all through the day i would normally jump to feature story news but you want to know something i get so bored sometimes with the stuff that we just do is repeat repeat Rinch, cycle, repeat. Rinse, cycle, repeat. It's just like, let's do something slightly different. I mean, I thought about what if we just did a show on 
on other crap today, on just other stuff. What if I just played music the whole time? I mean, I don't know. I never know. By the way, that band that was playing first thing this morning, the band that was playing, um, that's Duckface, by the way. I almost feel like it's a repeat. So there you go. That was Duckface. Um, so let's see. What is? Let's see. That's my recommendation. A, a breath of fresh air in a crowded world of podcasts. Most will relate to it. So there you go. So is it that you like about it that they talk about how how the world is not great when it comes to being married to safety? I mean, I would love to tell you. <laughs> this might get me in trouble. I would love to tell you about the other thing that they're working on, but I don't know if I'm supposed to disclose that yet. Oops. But I think it's interesting. Their podcast is an interesting concept. Um, I do love Josh and Kayla. I love them both. They're quite fantastic individuals. And the funny thing is I get to interact with a lot of hosts, we'll say presenters, that you have the character and you have the person. And there's not a switch when they get on the air or when they start doing their recording. And I don't know if I'm letting out, you know, anything out of the ordinary there because I am kind of in a, an intriguing mood today. Um, But what you get on their show is no different on when the microphone is on to when the microphone is off. And unfortunately, I can't say that about everyone. I mean, there's a there's a few individuals that I can say that about that I know personally. Um, but it's been intriguing to see that there is no difference. Uh, and they are that funny in person as they are on the show. And seeing them do, I, I, I've actually been there once. We did, uh, where I was producing it right there in real time. Um where I did get to see them do the breath thing, which was just kind of strange to see um, live and in living color. But then again, that's my my opinion. You know what I'm going to do today? We're going to do an ad-free sucker. Yeah, there you go. We're going to do ad-free. Yeah, ad-free today, so don't worry about anything. Whatever the hell you want to talk about, let's talk about those things today because I'm, I'm kind of intrigued on what you have going on, on what you want to share inside of the multiverse and it's Friday, so who the hell cares? Here is the news on the Radio Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Pope Francis has arrived in Baghdad for the first ever papal visit to Iraq. Recent rocket attacks in the country have increased the security challenges, but he says he's duty-bound to make the trip. He'll meet Iraq's top Shia Muslim cleric and hold a mass in Erbil in the Kurdistan region. Cyprus has announced it will open its borders to vaccinated Brits from the start of May. The Cypriot government says those in the UK who've received both COVID-19 jabs will be able to travel to the Mediterranean island without restrictions from the first of the month. Benji Hire reports from London. British tourists make up the largest group of visitors to Cyprus. More than a million of them made trips to the island in 2019. It's not surprising the government there is keen to boost tourism again following the coronavirus pandemic. But it's not clear how tourists will prove they've had both vaccine doses. The UK government has yet to approve any vaccination certificates. And May the 1st is still more than two weeks before the earliest date that those in England will be permitted to go abroad for holidays. 
Italy's blocked an export of 250,000 doses of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine to Australia in a move approved by the European Commission. It's the first time EU vaccine export controls have been used to block a shipment. Lucy Hoff reports from Brussels. At the same moment EU leaders have accepted the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine works in older age groups, they've now also taken steps to block exports of the jab. A delivery of 250,000 doses from a site in Italy was blocked from being shipped to Australia, the first time EU export controls introduced in late January have been used in practice amid concerns over supply shortages in Europe. Australia has asked the European Commission to review the decision and has accused the bloc of tearing up the rule book. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's aides rewrote a report to cover up the high number of COVID-19 related deaths among elderly residents in care homes. According to documents, advisers reduced the death toll figure by more than 3,000. Nick Harper reports from Washington. According to the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, who say that they've seen the altered report from summer last year, people close to the governor wanted to downplay the death toll at a time that Mr Cuomo was receiving praise for his handling of the pandemic in New York. They allegedly scaled down the number from nearly 10,000 to around 6,500 deaths. Officials in the state now acknowledge that the death toll in elderly care homes was much higher, about 50% higher than previously disclosed. They believe around 15,000 residents in care facilities have died with COVID-19 since March last year. Governor Cuomo is already facing calls for his resignation after three women came forward claiming that he'd sexually harassed them. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So let's do some quick math there. A total of 10,000... 6,500 were reported, 3,500 were hidden on that last news story. That's over 50%. I don't know. I hope this dude's not your accountant because, geez, man, that math is way off. And by the way, let's kind of hit up this box over here. Emily Elrod has a great show. Why isn't she live on Safety FM? Oh, this is where we have to start talking about the sacred cows in regards of the, like the hidden stuff that happens. Emily Elride actually has a fantastic show titled Unapologetically Bold. But her show is kind of interesting on how it's done. It is recorded as a live stream, if I do remember exactly the sequencing. And she does that ever so frequently. And it's live. I mean, it's live and in, real, and in living color. And then... It becomes a podcast. So you get the live stream version of that thing before it actually goes um, into the podcast. Now, we've had conversations in the past, me and Emily, and this is what we'll call the inside Iggy. Duh. Where we have talked about her streaming live on Safety FM, the radio station, at the same time as she's doing the other aspect. So it's a conversation. I'm sure we'll get to talk a little bit more about it um, here in the very, 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 very near future. Um, so just information for that right away. Anyway, so there you go. 18 minutes past the top of the hour, you know, giving it to you a little different today. I'm kind of shocked that um, not some more people have jumped in to spread the love of what they have going on. And that's that's cool. Doesn't hurt my feelings. I won't cry too much. Uh, let's see. 
You can see Emily Elrod speak live in Orlando on May the 18th here at ACFS.org. This is according to Richard Nichols. Now, here's my question, though. We have seen some changes there go on in Texas, and we've seen some changes go on in Mississippi with the mask restrictions going bye-bye. So I know you're stating that you have something going on on May the 18th. What is the social distancing aspects of the things that are going on during that time? Um, and how is that going to work for the general public? Is So it said live in Orlando, but is that going to also be virtual or is it only live? And what is the social distancing thing? And do you have a capped restriction on the amount of people that are going to be on there? That's going to be the, the other things that have to be sequenced inside of that particular event. So just a question. You brought it up. I have the questions. You can give me the answer if you so desire to do so. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk a little bit about the news as we have people come in and out. I will go back and forth. I have no problem doing that. Um, as you can see, I can be lost as a train wreck relatively quick. Anyways, let's talk about what's going on inside of the world of the hit list. And another unnamed test flight of the SpaceX rocket went up in flames. The rocket went which Elon Musk hopes to one day send to Mars, nearly completed its test flight in South Texas on Wednesday, but several minutes after the clean launch and returned the trip to Earth, it exploded. The exact same thing happened last year and again last month at the same facility. Maybe the fourth time is the charm? I don't know, but something to think about. Uh, and you know that we keep on talking about our way to going into the outer atmosphere. So as you hear about this, will you be taking the risk on doing this? Will you be able to do this? I'm just asking the, the particular question over and over and over again. The venue is awesome with managing COVID risk. I had imagined the info is on blah, blah, blah. What does that even mean? The, the venue is awesome with managing COVID risk. So are they handing out like hazmat suits? I mean, I'm just asking the question, not trying to be a dick. Just asking. Like, what are they going to do? What? How are they awesome at managing? Just the question. Because that's very nonspecific. The next, if you turn around and tell me it's huge, I'm going to get kind of scared next. Just being honest here. The 15-year-old who was shot this week in Arkansas Middle School has died from her injuries. Dalen Burnett was rushed to the Arkansas Child Care Hospital after he was shot on Monday morning. He passed away on Wednesday. The shooter, Thomas Quarles, 15, is being held on a million-dollar bond at a local juvenile facility. He has been facing first-degree battery charges but is expected to be upgraded to homicide charges. While the motive has not been released, authorities believe that the shooting was a targeted attack. So... I don't know. It's interesting as we start talking about guns again and school violence and so on. And of course, anytime that you hear about the passing of a child, it's not an easy conversation. Passing of anybody is not an easy conversation, but passing of a child is always much more difficult to talk about. Because you kind of look at these things and of course, you know, people have their own agenda on things that they, they want to say. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Very interesting. I have to tell you, Richard, for marketing purposes, to go to the website to see what it means. That is like, it sounds like you have a, a pixel ready to go off. 
I'm just saying, this is what it sounds like, my buddy. Just be honest here. Just say, hey, they're also been doing this because of X, Y, and Z. It's not, let's get the targeted section for we can track you with our pixel. Come on, man. Give it to us real time. Let's have some real talk. Not some, uh, you know, you know how it is. Doing the inside Iggy for we can pixel you and track you as we go around and about and so on. Anyways, let's continue talking. As many Americans are trying their hardest to get COVID vaccination list to be on it at least. A group of, of primates at the San Diego Zoo jumped into the front of the line. Yeah, primates. In January, eight gorillas at the zoo safari park tested positive for coronavirus in what was believed to be the first instance of the virus infecting great apes. After the infected animals were made a full recovery, Nadine Lebowski, was she like part of the Grand Lebowski? Uh, a global conservation and wildlife health officer worked hard to obtain vaccines for them. Zelitis of a veterinarian pharmaceutical company that has developed an experimental vaccine, which is not safe for human use, was able to provide doses to the primates. In total, four orangutans and five bonobos received the shot. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on this morning to talk about. So there you go. There you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the of the of the news here we go so here's the thing so let's start talking a little bit more real quick as we're talking about this what hold on why am i getting an email from you oh that's funny you're gonna put that in the box i have no problem saying that in the box so now i feel like i'm doing an inside iggy over here opposed to just being able to talk real time um, so when you're going to some of these events now, virtual events or in-person events, let's talk about these different things because there's some oddities that are going on right now. Number one, I want to ask you about this. If you go to a virtual event and I'm talking about a virtual event here for a moment, um, are you looking for people to be virtual event certified? Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a legitimate question. So you have this speaker that you want to see. But would you determine to go there opposed to not going if they are not virtual event certified? So here's the thing. Industry trends that are going on right now is to be virtual event certified. It costs about $1,000 to be certified for a virtual event. Does this mean that the virtual event is going to be better? I don't know. So that's the thing. How does this make the virtual event better in any way, shape, or form? Like, what are they teaching you? Like, how to use Zoom better? How to use whatever instance is better? I mean, I'm just asking. So what do you think about that? Because do you only go to speeches of certified speakers? Because there is a certification for that. And I'm not joking. And the funny part is that it's called a CSP as well. So what do you think? Here's the other standpoint. Let's say, for instance, we'll just throw this out here to throw an oddity outside. 
Let's say that you're going to go to a yoga retreat and they're having some speakers at this yoga retreat. And the main speaker at this yoga retreat is a well-known person in real estate. And they are posting this person all over their marketing material as their keynote or their main performer. Doesn't know shit about yoga, but knows about real estate. Would you be interested in going to that event as they're pushing it that way? I'm just asking the question because I will tell you if I'm going to go to an event that has a keynote, has a main speaker, it has to be on the subject that's being discussed because they're the whole effing show. Right? I mean, I'm just saying. And the funny part is that people get all hesitant about talking about this stuff. But listen, I'll talk about it behind a closed door in front of a group of people and in front of a room that I'm locked up in. But what do you think when you hear this? I'm not going to go to an event that is associated with something that has nothing to do with what the event is that I think it's supposed to be about, especially depending on the price point. So just something to think about. I'm not going to go to the yoga retreat that has the realtor as the star. It's probably not going to be something that I'm interested in unless I want to sell real estate. Now, if I'm going to a real estate event that might have yoga on it, well, that's a different story. (laughs) Really, it is truly a different story. Oh, special, special today. Anyways, let's see some Jim Polzel going in inside of the box here. Let's see. Um, I am sure that some safety organizations will come out with a new credential certified COVID officer um, and then charge you about $350 a year. Does that sound out of the realm of possibilities of things that are going on? Just a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'm getting so, so intrigued by some of the stuff that is going on. And let me explain what I mean here. If you have someone who is a speaker and is talking about a subject matter, yes, the speaker should know what the hell they're talking about. I think that's the important part when we start talking about certifications and weird weirdness. But if you are a digitally certified person, I don't think that that's going to influence me on being taking a listen to what the hell you have to say unless it's important to me what you have to say. Because let's just be realistic for half a second. The person that's doing the speaking should not be the person who's running the camera who is doing the zooming or the teaming or what or even the new microsoft version that's a combined platform i mean like in this studio depending on the day of the week i have either myself or others in here with me doing some things on regards to getting this stuff out to you But do I need a certification to do it? Well, it's a matter of opinion. Depends on what camp you hang out in. And the money grabs that are out there right now in regards of you need to be certified for this, that, and the other, it's kind of amazing to me when it's all said and done. But I don't think that if I'm going to go listen to a speaker, it's going to depend if they're certified. Now, here's the fun part. When you start taking a look at some of these organizations that are putting on events and so on, 
I have seen more that are coming about that ends up being this. Virtual event, potential hybrid event, and then it becomes a full virtual. As we speak as of today, I think so far, uh, what are we at? We're in March. I've had four events that I was supposed to go to in person to speak at that became, that all of a sudden started off to change into a hybrid that became a virtual that got postponed. I'm just saying there is still a huge level of fear that is out there in regards of going to some of these places in person. And I understand it. I understand it. It is the parent and the guideline that we still need in regards of someone telling us what exactly needs to be done next. And I understand that. I mean, I'm not complaining and I'm not passing blame. But here becomes the other question. Do you think we're going to get to the point that this is going to happen? And I'm just asking. We already know that people take Tylenol or Advil or ibuprofen or whatever professional name you want to use when they're talking about the stuff that they take to lower their temperature. So people will do that, especially here in this great area of Orlando, Florida, to lower their temperature to get into the park. So as you take the little boop, 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 as people go into these live events, do you think that that's what they're doing? Some people want to be there so bad that they'll take that. Or do you think that that's not the case? We're trying to all be professionals and do the things that we do. Um, Or do you look at it and turn around and say this? We're going to get to the point where they're going to do the testing right there on the spot as people are trying to get into these events. Now, I will tell you every time we where we've done the rapid test, I've normally every time that I've had to have one of those done, it's taken about an hour to get the results back. So are, are we developing a line or are we just going to go down the whole thing and start doing um, the anal swabs like they're doing in China? What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So talking about everybody's favorite subject, another week, another round of millions of COVID vaccinations. The COVID tracking project reports that as of Thursday, over 80.5 million doses of one of the two COVID vaccines has been administered nationwide. Almost 30 million people have been fully inoculated from the deadly virus and while over 52.8 million have received at least their initial dose as as far as which vaccine is being administered both both Pfizer and Moderna are right around 40 at the 40 million mark with Pfizer pulling slightly ahead because of their blue pill uh there you go uh nat- <laughs> nationwide the case count in, is about 20.28.5 million with over 515,000 deaths reported so there you go there you go okay china have a different plan for testing now what do you mean are you speaking from experience this is richard nichols coming back into the box there as of yesterday that was the plan what does the plan change into and i want to know how you know this why are you tracking this that's the other question coming about and around and all that kind of fun stuff Man, what a morning. 34 minutes past the top of the hour. You are still hanging out here on RadioBig.fm and, of course, on SafetyFM.com.
Facebook.com. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on. So I don't know. I I was sitting in a meeting not so long ago. Virtual. Um, and this guy was talking about that maybe the idea for some of these in-person events is to administer the vaccine as well. Now, with the amount of people having such a hard time with the vaccine in regards of getting it so on and blah, blah, blah. I don't even know how this would be a possibility. I don't even know how this would be a thing to talk about. Like, at what, like, do you approach a medical place and say, hey, let's do this. Let's move forward. And so on. And uh, how do we get onto the list? Because if that's going to be the new inside Iggy, you know that that's going to be stuff that everybody's going to start doing. It's not just going to be, you know, one group of people. It's going to be a shitload of people. Anyway, so I don't know. In talking about everything right now, because that's what we've been doing all morning. I got a letter with it that somebody else sent me, and I don't know if I'm not supposed to talk about it. So maybe I will be hesitant about saying this, but let's say that there was a very large society that consisted of a whole bunch of Americans that talked about the profession of safety. Let's just use it that way. Let's say, for instance, they were having a big event in June, and all of a sudden now they're saying that that event will not be taking place. Would you kind of be shocked? And it's going to have a postponement till September as a hybrid event. And the original place that they were going to have it at in June is now off the table. And they might be moving it to a different undisclosed area that might be disclosed later this month. For some reason, I think it's a very sunny days coming your way. But they're going to do it as hybrid. And it will have the same price point as their in-person event had two years ago and their virtual event had last year. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Imagine if that was something that was happening or a rumor. (laughs) I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue talking real quick down the pike of everything going on. Three new species of sharks have been found off the coast of New Zealand. And they all, are you ready for this? Glow in the dark. Glow in the dark. Oh, there you go. They glow in the dark. Researchers discovered the... Kitefin shark, the blackberry land shark, and the southern land shark, hundreds of feet below the surface of the oceanic area in Charmington Rise, according to the sun. The discovery actually occurred in January of 2020. What well, boy, this took a long time to research. This long, this this time uh, to research. Uh, but the research have been published in a study covering the unique find, specifically of the. Canadian shark, which is the largest known underwater creature to glow in the dark. Oh, that's kind of a creepy kind of. I see a movie coming about. Anyways, the Criterion car can grow up to six feet in length and feeds on other sharks. Oh, this gets better. What a horror story. What a horror story. Fish and, and <laughs> fish and other animals inside of the ocean. Researchers want to continue the study of the creature to find out exactly why it glows. 
Um, how do you feel about a virtual costing the, the same as an in-person event? I think it's some of the dumbest stuff on the planet. If I'm being honest here, not that I'm not honest on this show at all, but I'm just saying, I think it's stupid. Listen, if you are a larger organization that has sponsors and all that kind of fun stuff, you normally do not lower your prices of the sponsors, even if you're doing an in-person across to a virtual based on some of the stuff that I've seen inside of the industry. And you can't tell me that a virtual event's going to cost you as much as an in-person event. Now, let me kind of, let's give you some breakdown here and let's have that conversation. You normally already have an audio-visual budget if you are someone who knows what the hell you're doing when it comes to putting on one of these events that's virtual. So you know that automatically that's going to go up. Even if you were doing it in person, this would cause it to go up. So you have to have a whole separate thing to from that. It is going to shift. It is going to shift. What people are wasting their money on are these dumb platforms where you have the virtual I am a Sims character and want to play around with it. And they're wasting a lot of money with that because a lot of people don't understand the tech yet. And I'm going to tell you as studying the brain, which might be a good idea. It doesn't compute unless you're going to have a VR headset on, which that's going to give you a headache anyways. Um, But it does not compute. So you have to understand that if you're doing a pre-recorded event, which a lot of these organizations are doing nowadays, And then you have the person inside of the box to answer the questions. Because here's how stupid this is. Because you asked me the question, I'm going to open it up and talk about it. Right now, we have been able to adjust our conversation based on what's going on inside of the box. And let's be realistic. When you are going to an in-person event and someone's normally speaking and you ask a question or they have an, a section for questions. Normally the conversation sw- shifts and changes in all of that inside of what's going on in the event. And the speaker will normally continue to speak. But with how these virtual events are being recorded currently, it goes like this. The person starts speaking. They start popping questions inside of the box, which is perfectly fine. I think it's great. But the speaker does not adjust the platform on what they're talking about because it's pre-recorded. And I understand the paranoia, the paranoia of what if something goes wrong? What if we cannot actually keep the people inside of the sequence going forward and all that? It makes sense to me. But all of a sudden, you're giving me a pre-record. So essentially, you're sending, selling me a video on demand that you're selling to me as live because somebody's interacting with me as a virtual live event with the same ticketing price. It's dumb. I don't agree with it. And I understand that some organizations, their bread and butter are their conferences that they put on once a year, once a quarter, whatever. But let's be realistic, too. There's a couple of different things here. And I bitch about this about the entertainment industry, and I'll bitch about it inside of the safety world as much as well. You have to be able to adapt. And don't do a Zoom call. We're tired of that. But there's other platforms that you can use that will make it at least interactive. I mean, I'm just I'm just a guy here 
And I've done probably more research on some of these platforms than some of these larger organizations have done that are safety professionals. And it's silly because you can go out there and get something that's engaging. It's probably not going to be as engaging as an in-person event. And let's just be real. Let's be real here. People don't normally go because there's going to be this great authority David Speaker that's going to be on there. They go for the sole point of networking. I will tell you more deals have been done inside of bars when you go to a conference than actually deals that get done inside of offices. You're going for the networking experience. So instead of investing all of your money on the audio and the visual and all these other things that you're supposedly allegedly going to give out to the world, maybe you should focus on a couple of different things on how you're able to have a private virtual room and not for that dirty stuff that came to your mind right away, but a private virtual room and having a way for people to be able to network. That's what people are for. It's not the same. Let's just be realistic. It's not the same, but it's a conversation to be had. Anyways, continue popping into the box. Talk about whatever the hell you want to. That's what I want you to do today as we are having some of these discussions going on inside of the world of safety. Also, if you are having any products, books, podcasts, radio stations, whatever, and you want to talk a little bit about it, let's do that. It is currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking. So as we are going down the path of COVID today, it seems like, in regards to the interactions and conversations that we're having. Here you go. An itchy rash is a potential side effect of the Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. According to a published report in New England Journal of Medicine, 12 recipients in a 30,000-person trial reported their arms turning red, sore, itchy, or swollen about a week after receiving their initial shot. The rash lasted about a week in most cases during their second dose, of the vaccine, three patients experienced the same reaction, while three had a less severe reaction. The rest reported no reaction at all. Doctors said that the rashes appear to be harmless and should be and should not deter people from getting it. So there you go. Some stuff to think about in regards to that. So I, I keep on thinking that that's going to be the gim. That's going to be the conversation. That's going to be the things that people are going to be intrigued by and interested in doing, where they're going to turn around and they're going to want to go brand specific when it comes to these COVID jets. Or, excuse me, when it comes to these jabs, when it comes to all that kind of fun stuff. Just think about it for a moment. With streams so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Oh, here we go. You, you want to know something? I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny when, because <laughs> I have some behind the scenes things going on here where people jump in and try to do their own agenda at the moment that somebody says something just to throw everything off. It's just kind of funny altogether. Anyways. You never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a lot of stuff going on inside of the world. Let's continue talking. Samsung is looking at four sites in three different states to possibly build their $17 billion computer chip plant. The tech giant is considering locations in Arizona, New York, and one in, I love how it said states, and then it goes specific to Austin, Texas. 
Austin, Texas. The Wall Street Journal reports that Austin is a strong frontrunner because of the company's 25-year history in the Texas capital, where they already has a chip plant. A Samsung expert... What? 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 I would imagine Samsung expects the roughly 70, 77, oh my God, 70, 7 million square foot factory to create 1,800 jobs in its first 10 years. So there you go. Some stuff going on inside of the world there. Um, one more thing just, just to talk about the number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits rose slightly last week. The 745,000 initial jobless claims brought the total of COVID crisis to nearly 80.4 million. Experts believe that the uptick has to do with the cold snap that caused the widespread blackouts in Texas and other southern states. Last week marked the 50th consecutive week of jobless claims, remaining pre-pandemic record of 695,000. So what do you think? What do you think as we talk about this? Now, here's my question for you as we do talk about everything going on inside of the world and so on. As you are starting to see more and more jobs online and things moving over that general direction, there has been some minor talks about moving over and taking people who are in different areas. So let's say, let me kind of give you some widespread thoughts here about it. So let's say hypothetically, you work in New York City, New York. But during the pandemic, you said, uh-uh-uh, not for me. And all of a sudden, I'm heading my ass out of New York, and I'm going to go down to Birmingham, Alabama. I'm still doing the same work. It's still virtual. Do you believe that that person should receive a pay cut? I'm just asking. There are some HR professionals that are out there right now that are trying to push the case that people that move from the area where they initially were hired should actually pay take a pay decrease. Reason behind it is that when they initially were hired, they were hired for, of course, an in-person, and they were competing only with people inside of that general area, in this case, it being New York City, New York, that when they move and it becomes a virtual thing, they're actually going against people across the world, and that that price point should play a factor. So let's think about this for a moment as we are talking here. So imagine... You have a $100,000 job, hypothetically. We'll just use that for some rough numbers. And all of a sudden, they tell you because you moved from where you were at. Now that you would, from where you were at, I won't say the next part because that would have been terrible. Um, that they are going to cut your pay to 55 because you moved to Birmingham, Alabama. What happens now? I'm just asking the question because it becomes a very weird thing and is starting to become more and more trendy inside of the world. So I don't know. Some thoughts to think about for sure as we are talking a little bit about everything this morning. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. 
Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue talking, talking, talking a little bit more about the things that are going on inside of the world of the multiverse, of course. Uh, let's talk about, did you know, a report from Independent Security Evaluation, ISE, found fundamental flaws in computer passwords managers that expose users' credentials even while locked. The researchers say that this renders them no more secure than saving your password on a text file. The ISC evaluated one password dash line, dash lane, keep pass and last pass, which he used a total of 60 million users and 93,000 businesses. I found that all of them failed to provide the security to safeguard a user's password as advertised. Worryingly is some circumstances that the master password was receding and in the computer memory, it plans to text readable format. So how do you, do you save a crap load of passwords onto your computer? Do you do anything along those lines or do you look at it and say, no, 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 no. I'm just asking the question here because that's going to be the other identifier. Um, That's the thing. Do you save it onto like the Apple versions of the world or anything along those lines? Or do you not save passwords or do you, are you like a friend of mine who actually has a little notebook that saves all his passwords in. And that is not a joke at all. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. He's the man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Okay, so let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world. Ah, matter of fact, before I start talking about other things going on inside of the world, Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. It is Friday, so we want to make sure that we do not skip this. So you know how this week could have been aggravating for you, how you might have some pent-up frustration, how you might be flustered about things that are going on. How about if you took the next 30 seconds and you screamed and you shouted and you let it all out and let all that frustration out before you go into the weekend? It is 52 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case you did not know that. What I will do is I will put a 30-second countdown on the clock here, and then we'll get you counting. And then you can scream, shout, let it all out, wherever the hell you're actually at. And then I'll let you know when time's up. And let's start that clock in three, two, and one. Or maybe not at all. (laughs) Hold on. Now go. Okay, that makes time up. There you go. Time is over. Hopefully you were able to get everything out that you needed to get out. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the sequence of events. Let's give you some slices of information of things that you might want to know before you get into the weekend. An eight-year-old cat, an eight-year-old cat in Austria just broke the Guinness World Record of doing the most tricks, 26 in one minute. Meanwhile, my cat fell off the fish tank and um, then he started, then he 
looked at me like, um, that took about 47 seconds to do that. So there you go. Uh, a man just broke the Guinness World Record of the highest standing jump. No word yet whether he has had any particular hopes or dreams. So there you go. Did you see the 78th Golden Globes on Sunday? Once again, Oprah wasn't nominated. I'm surprised she even that she even let the ceremony happen. Did you see the <laughs> Did you see the Golden Globes on Sunday? Yeah, that's not a that's not me rereading. That is a repeat question. It's one of my favorite ceremonies filled from the Beverly Hills Hotel. The other started um the other the other favorite one that was recorded inside of a hotel was from Paris Hilton. Alec Baldwin and his wife have welcomed their sixth child girl named Lucia, who arrived via surrogate. According to reports, she has her mother's eyes and her father's inability to play Donald Trump. There you go. Think about that one for a moment. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So let's talk about this real quick, because I always think that this is the most important part of what we talk about during the show. But let's talk about the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is the national network of local crisis centers that provide free and confidential emotional support to people in suicide crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day and seven days a week. They are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals and advancing professionals best practices and building awareness you can contact them at any time at 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255 now listen you can't actually get to them via text message so please don't try to text message because it's not available to do but if you do want to do the messaging aspect you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org that's suicidepreventionlifeline.org and you can message away inside of there for sure don't do your next step until you talk to the people there. I'm not joking. It's a dead serious thing. It is something that, believe me, do not make the next step. Do not do anything until you give them a call. Not a joke. Not me being sarcastic. It's real, real, real. You're so important to everything that we do, and we can't do what we do without you. Not a joke. Please, please give them a call if you're contemplating about doing anything or you are suffering from depression. As we continue on with only four minutes left on this bad boy this morning, let's continue talking a little bit. If you need a reason to celebrate today, today is National Cheese Doodle Day, National Multiple Personality Day. Ah, that's what's going on. National Day of Unplugging. Yeah, good luck with that one. National Dress in Blue Day, unless you work at the White House back in the 90s. Oh, no, no, no. National Speech and Debate Education Day, National Employee Appreciation Day. Anyways, if you want to know exactly anything that happened back on this date, back in 2013, President Obama hits the new low in approval rating, losing seven points over the course of 46 percent or of a week to 46 percent just weeks after his second inauguration. That was back in 2013. Um, Birthdays that are going on today. Taylor Hill turns 25. Eva Mendes or Eva Mendes turns 47. Matt Lucas turns 47. Joel Olstein, he turns 40, 58 today. He doesn't look it, that's for sure. That dude doesn't look that. Anyway, so that's what's going on inside of the neck of the woods of going on. So let me kind of just make sure that we're clear here as before we move on to the end of this thing. You are aware that I do share my opinions of exactly what I think is going on. Not saying that all of my opinions are great, but... There are some things inside of this world that we need to kind of look at in regards of how we do the work that we do. 
And I think that we need to get better investments for our money when it comes to the world of safety. People shouldn't be trying to rip off the general public. I understand that there's businesses and companies and so on. And some people get very nervous when I start talking about this stuff. But it is my opinion. And you are hanging out here, which is your show. But we talk about a little bit about everything. And the thing is that people get afraid about big letters that are associated with other things. And I don't care. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because it's the reality of the real world of what's going on. I want people to be successful. I really do. I want their their events to be great. I want people to be able to learn. I want people to get home safer. But don't do it at the expense of the people that you are trying to serve. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Think about it in that fashion. And don't put people at risk to have a dumb event. That's it. Pretty simple. Anyways, let's talk about some other things real quick. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What's something you know that you, that, what's something that you do differently than most people? Ah, speak my mind. Um, there you go. If you need a random joke for today, if you wait, if you wait long enough to make dinner, everyone will just eat cereal. It's science. Think about it for a second. If you need a question for the water cooler, try this one. 50% of people do this on weekends. What is it? Pay bills. So there you go. If you need a, here's the last, but not least. So here we go. Thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on today. You are the best part of safety FM. Always have been, always will be. Thank you for hanging out this morning. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, think about this one. Search others for their virtues, yourself for vices. There you go. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this Here podcast the are only on examples. The they should not be utilized show. in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. <laughs>